Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I am so excited that you're joining me on today's Heavenly Wit Monday. Now, there are those of you who are probably wondering why Heavenly Wit Monday. I released a book in March of 2020 called Heavenly Wit, Seeing Mission Fields in the Midst of Battlefields. And it was truly seeing how we can flip the quote-unquote script of life and see with heavenly perspective, aka also known as the mind of Christ. Seeing everything with the mind of Christ. Can you imagine being trained by the Holy Spirit to be in Christ? Not just to become more like Christ, although that is what we are to do, but to be in him, to be so enveloped in who he is that our responses to this life, to the situations of life, to the difficulties, to to the hardships, to the great moments, to the celebrations, to the victories, that they're all funneled through the mind of Christ. Here's what I want to talk about today. Humility and then false humility. What's the difference? Well, I used to think false humility was one particular way of maybe someone wanting to do something nice for me and I really wanted them to do it, but then I say, no, no, I don't deserve that, which it is a form of false humility, okay? But then there's a false humility in which condemnation is the reason why you're humble. That's a, that's a false humility. Shame is the reason why you are humble. True humility comes from the place of awe and wonder of God. When you are in such awe and wonder of the Father, you cannot help but be humble in the most beautiful way to where your response to your awe and wonder of God causes you to walk in his love in such a way that your response when someone is rude to you is no longer, how dare you? Instead, it's, oh my gosh, Lord, you're opening my eyes to see someone that you want me to agree with you in prayer over. We're getting to see yet again, going back to the subtitle of the book, seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. What is something today in your life in which you've seen it through the lens of false humility? One could be someone's hurt you and you did a lot for them. And you're just like, I will never do that for them again. I cannot believe I allow them in our home. I did this. I did that. This is what happens when we are walking in false humility. We're doing things to help people, but it's not an act of worship to God. So first, if you do this as worship to God first, primary, you're going to go do that good deed. For that person, not because the person is in need of it only, but because your awe and wonder of God 
causes you to respond to the Father by wanting to do it for Him first. When you do it, when I do it for Him first, then the overflow takes place to where when we do that good deed for that other person, we are not expecting anything in return from them. All we want is for them to be pointed to the Father. And even though our flesh does not get the gratitude that we want, doesn't mean we don't teach our kids to be grateful. I'm not talking about that. But we cannot be moved by those who are ungrateful. We cannot be moved by those who are unkind. Because it says in God's word, in the Gospels, that we are to love others as God does. For he is kind to the wicked and to the evil doers. Just as he is kind to those who do good deeds for him. So we are to do the same. Not because... And, and remember, we talk ourselves out of doing the right thing sometimes because we're like, well, I'm not Jesus. No, but we're to follow him. So our following after him is not just following him. It's actually doing what he does, not doing what Jesus did as though that was past tense. It's doing what Jesus does. He's still doing the things. He's still loving he reigns. He he lives from a place of reigning. He doesn't live from a place of catching up. When we pray for people, like something suddenly happens to, to our family or to our friends, and we get out those prayer requests and say, please pray, please pray. Oh my God, we need prayer. We have to stop praying from the place of as though God's catching up to them. But now what we say is, Lord, we don't know how to pray in this situation. You knew this would happen. So God, how do we agree with you? Lord, what do you want to say about this? God, whatever you want to say, have your way. Lord, that's what we are going to believe in every part of this situation, in every part of this moment. God, we know you have your way. Now open our eyes to see what you are doing versus what we see is not happening. Lord, let us see that you are the greatest happening within our life, even when we are quote unquote waiting for you. See, waiting is not what we think. Waiting is not just waiting to wait. It's literally allowing God to transform our hearts in the moments of the waiting to see him in the midst over and over again. Let's walk in true humility with awe and wonder of who he is. Let's no longer walk in this false humility of shame and condemnation. And I have to do this because I am a sinner and I am a sinner saved by grace. Remember what we talked about last week. You are not a sinner saved by grace. That is not biblical. 
You are a son and a daughter of the Most High God. Your inheritance is from Jesus Christ himself. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are not called by what you did. You are called by what Jesus did. You are going to reap what Jesus has sown. Now do this with him. Be in awe and wonder of his majesty. And in your responses, your responses cannot help but be obedient. You will not be obedient out of a place of obligation any longer. You will be obedient out of a place of awe and wonder. That is the difference between humility and false humility. So walk in humility today with your awe and wonder of him. And what about those affirmations that we all say, I am this, I am this, I'm a daughter of the king, I'm this, I'm a son of the most high God, I am, I am, I am. God really convicted me on that. And he says, you are walking in humanism. It sounds great, but it's not me. So here's how the kingdom of God does it. You continue to praise me and tell, remind yourself of who I am, Teresa. I am the great I am. I am the all-sufficient one. I am the one who never fails. I am the one who will never leave you nor forsake you. I am the father of all fathers. I am. When you start to declare who he is every single day, make no mistake, you will find out who you truly are. You will find out who you belong to. And as you find out who you belong to, you don't need to tell yourself who you are. You just keep reminding yourself of who he is. That is the greatest way to affirm who you are is getting to know who he is. That's where it all begins. It's just like that scripture that says, we love because he first loved us. We affirm because we know who is the great one. God is mighty to save. Walk in true humility. Be in awe and wonder of the King. Be in awe and wonder of his magnificent majesty. Be in awe that no matter what happens in this life, let us be like the ones who've gone before us that just declared Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I guarantee you when you say his name, Jesus, His name points you to the Father. Because I know one thing about Jesus is he never lets it end at him. He says, you say my name so that you look to my Father. For anything and everything I've done, I don't do outside of him. That's our Jesus. That's true humility. He walked in true humility because he was in awe and wonder of his God. I would love it if you shared how you were able to see the Father even more today after today's episode. Please, I would love your feedback. I want to hear your stories of falling in love with God over and over again. Thank you so much again for joining me on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann on this Heavenly Whip Monday.